0: This is Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Chris Johnson. Judd Saul is founder of Equipping the Persecuted. It's an organization based in Sioux City, Iowa, and he's my guest today. His ministry works in Nigeria to meet the needs of people who've been affected by the terrorism and persecution there. So welcome, Judd, to Charisma Connection.
1: Thank you for having me on. Glad to be here.
0: Well, it's great to have you here. Now, you have been to Nigeria several times, and that's how this all got started, right? So how did you get started going to that particular country, and and why are you drawn to help the people there in that West African nation?
1: Well, what got me started uh, going to Nigeria was uh, uh, back in uh, 2009, a uh, missionary that does a lot of work in Nigeria, uh, came to town and, um, and my, my grandpa happened to be, happens to be on the board of, of this particular mission. And, uh, he was showing us pictures on a, uh, um, you know, on a slide projector of what was going on in Nigeria. And I was like, this is absolutely terrible because, you know, slide projector in 2009, I said, this, this guy needs to, uh, need to get his uh, marketing updated a little bit. And uh, so I, I <laughs> yes, went.
0: That's, that's the old style. I, I used to be a missionary myself and used to use those slides. So I understand what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> so so what ended up happening was, is I, uh, I talked with them and I said, hey, I want to go down and I'd like to do a documentary of your mission, like take video down there, uh, yes. interviews. And uh, from there, uh, it, it from what I saw, from what I gathered, it, it it just became a part of my regular part of my life, is wanting to get involved in doing missions in Nigeria. And uh, over the years, as attacks have increased and things have happened, I just felt more and more of a burden, in a calling to focus uh, ministry on working with persecuted Christians because I just after going to IDP camps. And seeing where you know, IDP camp is internally displaced persons. Mm-hmm. These are people that whose villages have been attacked. They can't go back because Boko Haram is squatting on their land hmm. and where they used to live. So these people are just moved to random places and said, oh, here you go. You're going to live here 50 miles away from your home and we don't have any solutions for you. So I saw an opportunity, one, needs of people in IDP camps, but we also saw a way to also go in and present the gospel by helping fulfill these needs within the camps. Good. And this ministry started last year because I kept on I would go to a camp, I would go ask people on the ground, ask our team on the ground, is anybody really helping these guys out? And they say, No. Hmm. Hardly uh-huh. at all. Incredible. So that's that's kinda that's kinda how it started. Well, you
0: mentioned Boko Haram, and I know that's been in the news quite a lot. So I imagine our audience has heard of this group, but could you describe who they are and what they stand for?
1: So Boko Haram stands for anti Western education. I know it doesn't make much sense, but uh, these guys are radical uh, Muslim terrorists that don't like Western civilization. So they formed back in two thousand two just kind of as a as a political group, and then in two thousand nine they decided to take military action and have grown in the ranks and now they have now become officially part of ISIS. So now they are considered ISIS West Africa.
0: I see. Well that's a little scary for the people there.
1: Yeah and their their tactics have increasingly become more brutal.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, your organization, Equipping the Persecuted, is focused solely on Nigeria right now. Is, is that just because of your personal experience there or just that you see the great need there? Or do you plan on expanding?
1: If, if resources come, we would like to expand. Uh, currently, the situation with Boko Haram, it's not just in Nigeria. They're in Niger, they're in Chad, and they're in Cameroon. And they're expanding their territory, and they are very, in, increasing their hostilities against Christians. Mm -hmm. I mean, the the needs are endless, but we right now I set up Equipping the Persecuted to focus on where we were what I was familiar with and where I had contacts and people on the ground that I can trust uh, to deliver on our mission.
0: Well, that makes sense. So are you working in conjunction with the church at all? Uh, Since you're quite a new organization, I wondered about that.
1: Uh, we do have a church that uh, allows us to operate and supports us. It's Cornerstone World Outreach, based in Sioux City, Iowa. Okay. And uh, since we started the ministry, we have people from all over the country uh, that have taken notice of what's going on. And uh, one of the things that we've realized is is that just with simple technology and communication, we can respond to a crisis within 24 hours. Amazing. And our team sends us documentation of what they are doing, sends us documentation of the aid delivering, and they get personal testimony of of what we're doing. So when people donate to us and uh, with this ministry, they see immediate results for what they're supporting.
0: That's great. That's really helpful to those who support you. So, you mentioned that you have really trusted people in Nigeria that you work with, and you've established a network there. Did you build that network through the local churches there, and and how does that benefit your work?
1: Well, it's having trusted locals on the ground uh, that I've developed a relationship with over the last ten years. Are you know one, one thing in a in a country is 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 finding in a in an African country is finding people you can trust. and and that will deliver. And the people that we've chosen to work with and network with all over Nigeria are men who are dedicated to Christ, who risk their lives for Christ every day, and they've been tested by fire. Mm. So these are people that I built a trust with that are in it for the mission. And each one of them has had, had friends, relatives that have been killed, buy Boko Haram, but they want to stand strong, and they want to stand strong for Christ. And that's the kind of people we team up with. Those are some incredible people, for sure.
0: Now, you have a three-phase plan in place to help these desperate people. Could you give us the big picture of that plan?
1: Well, the big picture is one of as, we, as I started going into camps and seeing needs, one of the biggest needs we saw was well, once, a village is, once people are displaced from their village, their churches are burned, our schools are blown up and burned down, there's massive amounts of children that have no education at all. They, there's no reading and writing. They're just kind of sitting there. And so what we found was a way to get some of our people in at least once a week to get a bunch of kids together, teach them reading and writing, and we do it with biblical material. Uh, That was one of the main needs that we saw going on, but now uh, the general scope of the ministry is we want to get these people out of the IDP camp situation. So what we're working on now is is a way to help them get into some sort of sustained business or economy. Uh, Right now, we're working on providing a micro-loan program Mm -hmm. so they can start some businesses and hopefully benefit themselves so they can rebuild and maybe move to another location and find a more permanent solution so they can sustain their families.
0: So is that something they can do while they're in the camps? This is something they can do while
1: they're in the camp. Mm-hmm. Good. And, you know, because their livelihoods have been taken away. Mm-hmm. A lot of these people are, are like the villages that get attacked are outlying Villages and rural communities. So it's like if you live in a big town, and you have a town that's small town that's twenty miles away from you that has a, a thousand people. Those are the villages that get attacked the most. So most of these people are rural; they're farmers. Yes. And then you know once they take that away, they have no livelihood. So mm-hmm. we're trying to get in to train them into finding something they can do to earn an income.
0: Excellent. Well, it sounds like you're a great resource to the people there in Nigeria. Uh, by the way, what is the sort of uh, demographic of the country as far as how many Muslims, how many Christians, other religions? Do you know that?
1: Yes, it is fifty-two uh, percent Christian, forty-eight uh, percent Muslim, but that is rapidly changing because you have what we consider the Christian. Uh, south and the Muslim north. But the more radical the Muslims get up north, the more they start taking more territory and advancing Islam throughout the entire country.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I thought it was kind of even-steven, shall we say. There's a, yeah. a lot of conflict between those two. Well, we want to do a couple of more shows with you so that you can kind of unpack even more your three-phase plan for what you're going to do to help the people of Nigeria. Uh, So watch for that, listeners. And right now, I want to give your website, which is equippingthepersecuted.org, if you'd like to see Judd Saul, learn more about him, and mainly about the ministry and the scope of the ministry there in Nigeria. Uh, Judd, anything else you'd like to add?
1: i just like to ask everyone that they keep our persecuted brothers and sisters in Christ in their prayers, uh, uh, pray for peace and pray for strength uh, for them,
0: yes. and, uh,
1: and keep, keep this ministry in, in your prayers. That's all I ask. Um,
0: I'm going to give you the option right now if you would like to pray.
1: Yes, I would love to. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord God, you are an amazing God, and we know that this world is in your hands. And Lord, uh, we ask and we pray uh, for strength, resolve, and peace amongst our persecuted brothers and sisters. And Lord, I just ask that uh, uh, for those that are listening, that you touch their hearts, touch their hearts and make them aware of what fellow Christians are going through in other countries. God, uh, we thank you so much for all you provide and all you do. And it is a pleasure and an honor to be your servant. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Thank you for leading us in prayer, Judd, for that important, uh, the important people of Nigeria, important in God's sight and in ours. So I thank you for being with us, and we are going to continue, as I say, in the next couple of episodes here on Charisma Connection. I'm Chris Johnson. Thanks for joining us here on Charisma Connection. Be sure to check out our growing network of podcasts at cpnshows.com. And while you're there, you might also check out Charisma Audio. It is Charisma Magazine in audio form. So if you like reading Charisma, now you can listen to it just like you would an audiobook. So sign up for a free 10-day trial to listen to Charisma Magazine on audio. You can get that information on cpnshows.com or at charismamediaaudio.com. Sign up and listen in the spirit today.
1: This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.